Hi everyone, I'm Liam and this is Words with Warren. Welcome to another episode of Words with Women. Our guest for today is Lisa Apia, a certified career and resume strategist and the founder of Reapply Canada. With over 10 years of experience in the Canadian public service, Lisa now helps others upgrade their career and lifestyle through career coaching, facilitating workshops, and creating career documents. In today's episode, Lisa will talk to us about the impact of COVID-19 on the job market and how to secure your dream job in a pandemic. Join us for words of advice, words of wisdom on your bi-weekly podcast, Words with Women. So welcome back to Words with Women. Today we're joined by Lisa Pia. Thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us for today's episode. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And we're also joined by Anisha. Welcome back, Anisha. Hello, happy to be here. For today, we want to talk about the job market and also the impact of COVID-19. But before we start, uh, Lisa, you're a certified career and resume strategist and also the founder of We Apply Canada. So how did your passion for career development start? I've been in the career development space for a couple of years now. It's uh, a passion that I've always had and I've always been the go-to person uh for friends and family just to support them in their career growth. And uh, after a couple of years, I I realized that this is actually a, a career path that I can pursue. And uh, so I got into coaching, I got certified and um, created the business. And, and yeah, my passion really started because I was tired of seeing people who are qualified and who have the skills and the ability, but weren't able to market themselves properly. So they would end up in roles um, below their qualifications. And that's really the type of people that I'm supporting, helping people move up in their career and move up at work. It's also very interesting because when I was thinking about uh, the business and We Apply Canada, I realized that uh, for university students, probably like we have the career center sometimes, like you can go to it. But for people who are not part of an organization or like university, they don't have these resources and they don't have someone to guide them through it. So it's not as easy and simple. That's 100% correct. Once you're, when you're a student, yeah, the support is there. But once you get to a certain part, part of your career, uh, there, there isn't that much of a, a support system anymore. Uh, so definitely that's where it becomes important to have a coach to support you through your career. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Um, so a question that's directly related to the other one, the previous one, what was the idea behind We Apply Canada and how did it come to life? Um, it's actually an idea I had uh, many years ago. Um, initially, I was thinking of a resume distribution service, so helping people um, send out their resumes, and it kind of evolved from there. Um, I, you know, I have had my career uh, in the public service, and um, because of that, sometimes I was quite hesitant to to start a business, but eventually I decided to go for it. And um, the idea really started from the resume distribution business, and it kind of evolved as I learned more about the industry. And I also um, paid attention to what people's needs were. Um, you know, people, as I was talking to them, they didn't have an issue really with 
applying or sending their documents out or it was really more focusing on the front end part of things how to present themselves properly and even how to find the opportunities how to communicate how to network those were the things that I was realizing people had challenges with and so that's when I kind of made the shift but I I still decided to keep the business name as we apply. We also know that COVID-19 changed everything and how everything works including the hiring process for companies but how do you specifically think that COVID-19 impacted the job market? Yeah, it's had a huge impact on the job market. Um, you know, uh, as you know, like unemployment skyrocketed as a result of it. Um, many people have lived uh, very challenging times as a result of the pandemic. Um, but also what I'm noticing um, from working with a lot of my clients is that many people are taking more ownership about their lives, their career, and they're doing what they really wanted to do. Like, you know, people may have had a passion for a long time or they may have wanted to switch careers, but um, there was maybe no motivation or no need to do so. But with the pandemic happening, um, I, I see that a lot of people, myself included, are uh, reevaluating their lives, reevaluating what they like to do, what they want to do. And a uh, big thing I'm noticing is people are no longer settling for less. Like they're a lot bolder. Um, they're a lot more determined to 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 ensure that they're living in wellness and they're they're living in wholeness in terms of their whole life. And your career has a huge impact on that. So that's a, a big shift that I've seen with the pandemic. I feel like especially with online work and uh, uh, remote work, I mean, a lot of people have more time on their hands, like the time that you would spend like commuting or going to work yeah. um, or just even getting ready in the morning. You don't really that much time now and like you can use it for other things exactly yeah I, I feel like there's a lot more time for self-reflection as well that was a big thing for me to figure out what I really want to do in life yeah yeah especially with the isolation but with going yeah. and everything you, yeah. you kind of have to yeah do you find that there's challenges with networking and things like that that you mentioned that were so important for people to be able to to get a job I mean, I would say there are challenges. It's just different. Um, and people have to be open to, to change, which I, I sometimes notice not everyone is, but, uh, obviously everything is online right now. So a lot of the networking events that would have been in person are happening, um, online through Zoom or, or various other platforms. And, um, a lot of the, uh, connections that people are making are also happening on LinkedIn, which is a huge resource right now for, for professionals, not just, uh, job seekers. So, um, and other social media platforms as well who are making connections to advance in their careers and even just to get information about their industry, meet new people. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say it, it's a challenge. It's just, you know, you have to be open and willing to to adjust to the new way of doing things. It's definitely been a huge change going virtual, but there there are lots of opportunities out there. You just have to really find them. Yeah. And I feel like for some people, like for me, for example, I'm not that big on, on socializing or things like that. So this like <laughs> virtual world is, <laughs> is, 
a plus for me. Like I, this is where I'm shining and this is my comfort zone right now. But for other people who are very social and outgoing, they don't like this interaction through through the screen or by phone. So it's really a question also of preference and personality. It's, it's, it's an adjustment either way. A lot of people find struggles with being on Zoom calls all day. That's not everybody's kind of it's not it's not their thing so yeah I guess yeah, yeah. the zoom fatigue <laughs> is a real thing oh yeah it's Absolutely. Real. <laughs> yeah so did the way employees hire change uh yeah hiring has definitely changed as a result of the pandemic um just in terms of even like hiring processes and how um, interviews are done or even the selection process before you get to interviews. Um, there's a lot of changes that have happened. For example, where before maybe you would have gone in to do an in-person assessment or you would have done like a group interview, all those things are no longer uh, feasible when you're online. So definitely um, there has been a change in the way that interviews are conducted. And, you know, the type of questions they're asking are different because you, you know that the person has the access to their computer right in front of their face, right? So you don't want to ask questions that are that they could easily Google and, and, and give you the answers. I think what it's really done is that it's opened um it's opened the door for people to be more innovative and revisit their hiring processes. And I've seen some organizations who have done very well and others who are still adapting and still trying to figure it out over a year into it. But I noticed also some companies, what they do right now, they just get a lot of the, uh, like, uh, not employees, but the applicants to go through, uh, like a screening process or like an online test or like games that they have to do. And then based yeah. on these results, they can move to the next stage, which I find is a little bit hard, to be honest. Exactly. A lot more online assessments as part of the process. You're right. And speaking of skills and qualifications that applicants need to have, especially for new graduates, what skills mm -hmm. are the most in demand right now? Oh, that's a good question. Well, it really depends on, on the industry, obviously. But what I would say is um, being able to communicate what you have to offer based on what the employer is looking for is the most important thing. Because in the job poster or or in, you know, in communicating, if it's a person, a recruiter you're talking to, they would have told you what exactly they're looking for. And so your goal as a job seeker is really to demonstrate what you have to offer in, in, in line with what they're looking for. In terms of like specific skills, um, obviously um, adaptability is a huge one right now with, with everything that's going on. Um, but, you know, what I often tell recent graduates is it's beyond you just putting it that word in your resume or in your documents just to say, okay, written and oral communication skills or adaptability, analytical skills. You know, people just put those words in there. But beyond that, throughout your your documents or even in your conversations with the recruiter or the hiring manager, show them that you've actually done those things. Provide tangible examples of how you were adaptable or how you you were over able to overcome or how you use your analytical skills. And that's what's the most important thing that I feel like employers are really looking for is that they're looking for those 
accomplishments. And what you were able to do in the past is definitely an indicator of what you'll be able to bring to the table. That's really good advice because, as you said, a lot of the times we just get carried away. We put a lot of fluff in the cover letter or like <laughs> resume or just like, you know, buzzwords that we hear or the typical one you, when you read like the job description and the things that the employer is looking for and then you just use the same <laughs> yeah. words and you put them in your resume. Uh, definitely put in like tangible examples would would make it better and would make you more relevant. Yeah, and that's how you stand out. You know, everyone knows in terms of, you know, you have to have the keywords in your resume and whatever. So a lot of people are doing the same thing of copy and pasting parts of the job poster in your resume but if you really want to stand out you know by taking it a step forward actually explain um, provide a story in in your documents in your communication really outline what you have to offer specifically to that employer how can we gain more confidence when we're searching for a job uh yeah that's a (laughs) it's a loaded question i would say it starts with you um it starts with um really taking a moment to to look at what you have to offer, understand what your desires are, understand what your wants are. And when you're clear on where you're going or what you want to do, what you want to achieve, it helps um, with the confidence. And then from there, once you've done that internal work of, of being confident in what you have to offer, Also be clear in terms of what you're looking for in terms of a job. A lot of times what I see the mistake people make is that they're just applying randomly everywhere or they're just, you know, they've heard I should be on LinkedIn. So they're just contacting a lot of random people saying I'm looking for a job. But that can also bring a lot of discouragement that can also lead to affecting your confidence because you don't really have a strategy in place. You're just doing things randomly. And then when it's not working, it leads to frustration. So um, having a plan in terms of what you want, what you need, uh, and then outlining that plan and the steps you're going to take to get there will definitely help you in terms of your confidence along the way. And it's like anything you do, like even when you're starting your day, when you know that, okay, I have to do this, I have to do that, and you kind of have your day laid out, things may happen that will shift things around. But when you have a clear path as to what you're doing, it just helps you in terms of how you'll run your day, you'll be often you'll be a lot more confident, you'll be a lot more excited to go about what you're doing when you know what it is, as opposed to just like, oh, we'll see how the day goes. And, you know, the day can take you anywhere. <laughs> so yeah. um, at least having having a plan is, is key to at least starting to build that confidence. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Thank you so much for joining us for the for this episode and for answering all our questions. Uh, now we're gonna move to the rapid three, two, one. Uh, the first question will have a three-word answer. The second question will have a two-word answer, and the last question will have a one-word answer. Uh, okay. So uh, for the first question, what are the three values that got you where you are today? So if you have to pick three values, what would they be? So it's three words, right? Yeah. Um, so if you have to pick three values, what would they be? Integrity. Mm-hmm. I was going to say work ethic, but then that's two words. It's okay. It's okay. Integrity, work ethic, and uh, compassion. Okay, perfect. 
And for the second question, what are the two things that make you feel motivated or inspired? So when things are not going your way or when things are going the wrong way, what are the two things that keep you motivated and grounded? Uh, my son, definitely, and um, tea. <laughs> okay, nice. So we know that you love tea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for the last question, what is one skill that you think is important in all aspects of life? Uh, a skill, I would say um, adaptability. We talked about that earlier on, mm-hmm. but um, being able to um, adjust to different situations and environments, uh, I would say it's, it's a huge skill to be to have and to, to be able to do so. Uh, calmly as well especially right now with you know everything changing so fast and uh, adaptability is is something very crucial well Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us for this episode now we got to the to the end of it and i hope you enjoyed it as well definitely thank you so much for having me